0: When things are shifting We're gonna, There's going to be a new world out there. We've got to lead it The following program is brought to you by friends and partners of In Time Headlines. All right, what's up, everyone? It is Tuesday, January 31st, and it is the last day of January of 2023. We want to welcome you to tonight's broadcast. If you are new to the broadcast on whatever platform you may be joining us from, let us know in the comment section below uh, where you guys are joining us from and that you're new so we can acknowledge you. Uh, We welcome you to tonight's broadcast. Tonight... I want to talk about a country music legend by the name of Dolly Parton. Most of you, uh, really, unless you're like really young, you're going to probably know who this is if you live within the United States of America. There is a viral uh, video going out and a article that's been circulating about what Dolly Parton Uh, Or what I should say, what inspired her latest song. So we're going to we're going to tackle that tonight, tonight's podcast. And I'm going to talk about and you say, well, why are you talking about this? When we get into this, you'll see why we're going to talk about this. So let me pull up the article first. Let's just get right into this thing. This is from Charisma. Uh, This is Charisma magazine. And this is the article prophetic dream. Dolly Parton's new song issues a staunch warning to believers. Dolly Parton is taking a recent dream she had, or she is not taking a recent dream that she had lightly. The the iconic country music star says the dream she received months ago is a staunch warning for believers everywhere. So Dolly Parton is is saying here that she she had a dream uh, in this testimony. She says that she had a dream and she says it was from God. She has no doubts about it. It was from God. She composed the song called, quote, Don't Make Me Come Down There. Uh, We're not going to play the song because of copyrights and all that, but you can go look at it your own time. And instead of receiving gifts for her her birthday on, on January 19th, that was two days after my birthday. So that's easy to remember. She wanted to give the new tune as a gift to the world. Uh, She went on to say, I finished it as things would come to me, and I just felt like I should drop it on my birthday. She went on to say, quote, it is a song that came to me in a dream, and I felt like it was worth putting out there. It's something special. Well, it's special to me. I wanted to play the video clip of her saying this, but in the background, it's actually got the song. And if I if I take the chance of playing that here, uh, likely Facebook will flag that. And trust me, we don't need to give them any more opportunities to flag us for copyright infringement. So we're going to give you the uh, transcript of this. Again, she said that, quote, uh, this dream was given to her. And I want to read this down here. Uh, during a nationally televised Christmas special in early December, Dolly Parton performed her hit song, Go to Hell, warning about the reality of Satan. This is amazing because, listen, I know as sure as we talk about this, there'll be people in the comment section on Facebook, Rumble, YouTube, whatever face up. Uh, whatever comment section you're playing, and people will trash Dolly parton say you know this and that and she was for the jab and all that listen and that's true she was she she did advocate for that but that does not mean nor does it neglect the fact that god cannot speak to her in a dream oh i'm going to mess some people's theology up in just a moment because i i want to get through this and then i'll preach a little bit and give you some teaching From the scripture, because I want this to come as an encouragement to anybody and everybody that's listening to to show you from scripture that God can speak to you and he could speak to me and he speaks today through dreams and visions. And we you will always hear us say that I will never back down from that. So let me go on and read this. She said at that time. My brothers and sisters, I'm here to tell you that Satan is real. And he is walking around among us trying to destroy everything that's good and beautiful. It's amazing that here is Dolly Parton, who is not a uh, really what we would consider a theologian by any means but it's amazing she has more faith than a lot of christians do or i should say self-proclaimed christians because there's a lot of quote-unquote self-proclaimed christians that don't even believe in heaven they don't believe in hell they don't believe in satan they don't believe any of that but yet she is boldly proclaiming putting her career at risk and everything out here saying that satan is real hell is real and satan is walking among us destroying and now that scripture by the way that's john 10 10 for the thief cometh not but to kill steal and destroy let me read on quote he wants to break our hearts and minds destroy our dreams and plans he wants to tear us up into little pieces break us down and send us straight to hell there is nothing theologically speaking that is wrong with what she just said right here. Everything lines up with scripture. Everything she just said. There is a hell. There is Satan. And his plan, his assignment, his agenda is to kill, steal, and destroy. So every single thing that Miss Dolly Parton has said here could not be refuted through scripture. I'm just saying. All right. So then her recent dream. Here it is. Ready? Quote. This is from her. Last night, I had a dream about God. Now, she comes right out and says it's God. Again, on her Instagram post, um, you can go and look her up on Instagram if you want to actually watch the physical interview there, her saying this in video. He was standing on a mountain top, God, that's what she's saying, looking down upon us, humanity. In my dream, I heard him say, quote, don't make me have to come down there my children you have best beware if you don't pay attention consequences will be dire don't make me have to come down there now i know as sure as i'm standing here there will be people that will say well i'm pretty sure that god don't speak like that he doesn't speak country well look i'm probably pretty sure that God is God and he can speak however he needs to speak and wants to speak to get your attention to an Arab he'll speak Arabic to a Jew he'll speak Hebrew to someone who lives uh in uh outside of the United States he'll speak their native language to get their attention if he's got to speak country redneck to get your attention he just may have to do it if he's got to speak come on if he's got to speak to in your language, your lingo, and to get down to your level to get your attention. Again, you've heard me say this so many times, guys, and I know I repeat this. This is repetitive, but we teach, equip, and inform people here. And not everybody's heard what we're talking about tonight. So bear with those who've already, uh, who have not heard this. And if you've heard this, again, bear with us. But again, God speaks in times past. Through many methods. He spoke through the law. He spoke through the he spoke to Torah. He spoke through the prophets. He spoke through animals. He spoke through a donkey to speak to Balaam. He spoke through, he spoke through the circumstances of a whale to get Jonah's attention. He spoke to, he spoke to a circumstance of a, a rooster to get the attention of Peter. Are you, are you hearing me today? So who are you? To put God in a box and say that God cannot speak in this way or that way. Because some of you are so foolish to believe that God only speaks 1611 King James only. I'm telling you, you speak any other translation and you manifest and freak out and think that there's no way God's in that because he only speaks 1611 King James only guys listen it is time to mature now if what she was saying is not scriptural then we will toss it out and this won't even be a discussion but again so we're going to settle this thing today because the only people that are going to have a problem with what miss dolly parton Is A, saying, and B, is claiming as she saw in a dream are those individuals who are sensationists who believe that God does not speak today through dreams and visions or through the Holy Spirit and he only speaks through the written word of God. Those are the people. Or the people that just, they have it out for charismatic Pentecostals. They don't like them they it's always negative they don't they just don't want to hear it they don't want to have anything to do with it so i figured instead of debating with going back and forth with that nonsense why don't we just get right into scripture for example if you go to genesis chapter 11 i found it interesting that here you have the picture of the tower of babel and You have all the earth gathered there in the plains of Shinar. By the way, if you study this out, this is ancient where today would be Iraq. This is in that same region. This is where all the people of the world gathered. This was immediately after the flood. There was a real brilliant guy by the name of Nimrod who believed that if he uh, he persuaded the population of the planet to come together in one mind and one accord and build a tower, a city and tower, if you would, that would reach to the heavens that they would outwit God that in the event that God would ever destroy the earth again of a flood, they would be so high in elevation that they would uh, escape the judgment of God. Well, you got two problems with this, Mr. Nimrod. First of all, if you knew the scriptures that were passed down orally, by oral tradition and by written on stones and tablets from the lineage of Adam that was passed down even after the flood, you would know that God spoke to humanity and said, never again will I destroy the earth with the flood. And he even put a rainbow in the sky to make sure that you remember that. But I, so I guess you missed that memo, but, and then second of all, if you really think that you're going to outwit God, you think that when it's time, when it comes time for God to bring judgment, that you're going to somehow escape it because you're so smart that you've outsmarted God. So you think you're going to build a bunker that's deep enough that God can't go that low. You're going to build a tower that's so high that God can't go high enough. You're going to build a fortress so wide that God can't get around it. Really? And listen, before you laugh at Nimrod, some of you people believe that you are going to somehow outsmart God, and you're going to make it through the tribulation. You're going to make it through the judgment of all the bold judgments and the vile judgments and the trumpet judgments. You're going to make it through wormwood. You're going to make it through the mark of the beast. You're going to make it through the image of the beast. You're going to make it through the locust coming up out of the earth. You're going to make it from. You're going to make it through the four angels that will come out of the river Euphrates when it dries up. You're going to make it through the 200 million man. Army that will march over the Euphrates River and invade the temple Mount in Jerusalem when the Antichrist has set up his headquarters. You somehow believe this, that you are gonna make it through the tribulation. There is people out there that believe this nonsense. Okay, so let me get to this. But the Lord, look at this. So the whole earth had one language, one speech. By the way, this is the first new world order that's ever depicted in the bible if you ever want to know the law of first mention where this is ever seen Right here, Genesis 11 Everything the Illuminati's doing The Bilderberg's doing The Rockefeller's doing The the World Economic Forum And all these jokers And these elites And the governments of the world That are trying to bring about this one world system This is nothing new under the sun Quoting Solomon That which was is that which shall be And we go all the way back to Genesis 11 And here you have the whole earth One language, one speech one purpose okay and they have a blueprint they're going to build something we're going to be listen their motto could have been build back better Uh uh-oh watch out now i'm gonna get myself in trouble because see this came after the flood the flood destroyed everything so somebody came along and said we're going to build it back better And so they had this brilliant idea that they're going to do this. But then something happened in verse five that ruined their whole plan. Ready? But the Lord came down. Now, why am I? You say, well, what does this got to do with Dolly Parton, brother Ricky? Because I thought we were talking about Dolly Parton in her dreams. I am. Because remember, let me go back to Dolly Parton's dream. Let me pull this off. We'll talk about Dolly Parton's dream. In her dream, She said she saw God upon a mountain who was looking down upon civilization below and said, quote, don't make me have to come down there. So I want to tell you something. Before you write off Dolly Parton as a quack, a fanatic, as a false prophet, I know how some of you people roll. This is nothing new. I know how this goes. I'll remind you that it's not the first time that God has said, I'm going to come down there. He spoke to Abraham in the cities of the plains and said, it's been reported unto me that the cities of the plains are filled with all types of abominations and wickedness. There's sexual immorality, there's the fullness of bread, there's the abundance of idleness, and no one is is extending their hands to the poor. All this has been reported to me in heaven. So what I'm going to do, again I'm paraphrasing, this, this is all in Genesis 19, I'm going to send angels out down there among you to go and see for themselves firsthand accounts of if everything that's being reported back to me is authentic, is true. And watch this. Oh, I wish somebody was hearing me today and what this preacher's trying to tell you today. Are you listening to the watchman today that's speaking to you? And the Lord said to, to the angels, go down there among them and report back to me what you both hear and see and if the report is true then surely the lord is going to bring judgment upon the cities of the plains that's in your bible okay then let me go back up here to genesis 11. look what he says here let me pull it up so i can share it with you this is genesis 11. But the Lord came down to see the city. And you say, now why did he have to come down? Isn't he the Lord? Can he not see the city from his heaven from the heavens? Sure. But God has a uh he has a track record of liking to having to come down and be among us. God doesn't like to stay in heaven by himself, but he wants to to be with us. Did you know that he all he's ever wanted from the beginning was to be with us. He wanted a family. He tried. Listen, he uh, he created Adam and Eve. He put them in the garden. He walked among them in the garden in the cool of the day. He spoke with them. He communed with them, but they screwed up and God says, I'm going to I'm going to have to try to get but before, hold on, but before Adam and Eve were ever created. God had a family in heaven called the sons of God and the sons of more of the morning stars. He had angels in heaven that were his family. But just like, come on, most of us, we have some people in our family that are rebellious, disgruntled, and they cause a lot of problems. And even among God's family, the original Lucifer thought he was going to be like the most high. And he said, I'm going to be like him. I'm going to raise my star, uh, my throne above him. All these things that he talks about in Ezekiel and Isaiah. And God expelled him from heaven and uh, a third of the angels with him. So that that failed. Then God tried again with Adam and Eve. And then Adam and Eve screwed that up. And then all the way down the road, then he he goes he 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 goes among the Jewish people. They reject him. Then he opens the gospel to the Gentiles. Thus, it, the Bible says that whosoever will, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man, whether it be Jew, Gentile, rich, free, poor, slave, black, white, don't matter what their ethnicity or background, color or age, if they hear me knocking, if they'll open the door. I want to come in and sup with you. What am I saying? I'm saying that God has a history of wanting to come down where we are. He's always wanted to be, if there be any, he said, where there are two or more gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. Is that not what your word says? Does he not say, I will inhabit the praises of my people? So look at this. So the Lord came down to see the city and the tower, which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, listen to this. Indeed, the people are one and they all have one language. And this is what they begin to do. Now, nothing that they purpose to do will be held. will will be withheld from them. Well, that is a powerful statement. That is a proclamation of the power of unity. Listen, have you, one time one time I was uh, I was kind of in prayer in a devotional time and I asked the Lord in my personal time I said, "Lord, how is 2% of the population of America at that time, 2% is probably a little bit more than that now. But how would a very small percentage, how is a small tiny percentage of people out there Changing our laws and our society when they're that small in number. And the Lord spoke to me and said, though they may be small in number, they are great in unity. My goodness, y'all didn't even get that. That went right over your head. No wonder in Acts chapter two, there was originally 500 brethren uh, in the upper room that was originally supposed to be there, but 380 of them didn't stick around. So 120 were left in the upper room, but God, it it never has mattered about numbers to God. It's about unity. If any two, Amos three, two says, if any two walk together, how can any two walk together? Lest they be agreed. If any two, would could touch if any two will touch and agree on anything on earth it shall be done for them or done unto them by my father which is in heaven is that not what the word says what am i talking about the power of unity so listen so this is how society is being systematically transformed it's not because they're so great in number it's because they're so powerful in unity if, oh, if Christians could just get this concept. But instead, we sit around and we argue and we bicker and we're divided about everything that is fruitless and bears nothing in, 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 uh, uh, in, in regards to eternal matters. We stand around and we argue and bicker about the rapture. There is no rapture. There's a pre-trib. No, there's a mid-trib. No, there's a post-trib. There's a no-trib. We sit around and argue about the shape of the earth. Is it flat? Is it circular? Is it, come on. We, I'm telling you, the body of Christ is so divided. And that's why we can't see the victory. And this is how the devil is getting such a foothold. And watch this, because the church is losing her authority, her conviction, and the voice of truth in this hour, we have become passive, and complacent, and lukewarm, and now churches across America, and even outside, I, mean, I would even say in the West, are filled with pulpits wherein which behind those pulpits are passive lukewarm preachers who have no spine or backbone and they will not preach anything unless it scratches the ears of those who want their ears to be tickled they will not open their pulpits to any watchmen that actually preach that, that God is bringing judgment or God is warning the people to turn from sin, to turn from unrighteousness, to turn from abominations, to, to turn from the, her sin and wicked ways, 2 Chronicles seven fourteen. Anyone who stands behind that pulpit, they are quickly removed. And the only individuals that stand behind those pulpits are the motivational speakers that bring nothing but feel good messages and this is why messages like this get thrown on deaf ears because nobody is willing to receive it because uh because most christianity has been conditioned by these motivational speakers behind from uh, uh from pulpits in churches across america so we've been conditioned for this So that when someone comes along and God forbid, they actually preach on the cross, preach on the blood, preach on repentance and preach on turning from sin. They are labeled as fear mongers, hyperbolist, alarmist, conspiracy theorists, and the list goes on. So it is no wonder that someone like Dolly Parton comes along and gives her warning it will, listen, I I would venture to say mo, a lot of the world will receive it, but a lot of the Christians won't. Are you hearing me today? Is this too hard to preach it for you? Listen, you may fulfill what I'm telling you because this is too hard for you, so you've already tuned out. You've tuned the channel. You've already moved on to your ear-tickling preacher that you like that's not going to tell you stuff, I guess, that you don't want to hear. Let me go back to the scripture genesis 11. look what he says here quote come let us go down and there confuse their language now god is speaking god the word elohim is plural tense god the father god the son god the holy spirit let us go down and confuse their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of the whole earth, and they ceased building the city. So God himself had to step in and stop what they were doing. Quote, I heard him say, don't make me have to come down there, my children. You have best beware. If you don't pay attention, consequences will be dire. Don't make me have to come down there. Now, here's what she left out is what is provoking the Lord to say, I'm going to come down there. Don't make me come down there. Well, guys, listen, I don't need to go and contact Dolly Parton and say hey can you fill me in with the details because you left a lot of context out here i need to know why god said and what he saw come on guys really get some discernment about you he probably looked down off the banister of heaven and looked on earth and saw come on the shedding of innocent blood he saw the advocating uh, the advocating of abominations he probably said that he probably saw the wickedness of mankind he saw violence covering the country he probably we saw all these things going on oh that's right it's probably similar to what he saw in the beginning when he said I am sick of what I'm seeing in and filling the earth and he spoke to Noah and says I'm going to wipe out everything on the earth and I'm going to start over with you it's probably the same God who looked down at Abraham and said I'm going to destroy the cities of the plains because of what they are doing and Abraham interceded and pleaded with him come on is any anybody- listen to me today and I'm going to tell you something and this is something you don't want to hear this same God is going to in the future it may be in our lifetime it may be in our children's lifetime I don't know because no man knows the day nor the hour but we could tell you the seasons in which we're in but we do know this scripturally biblically and prophetically there is coming another timeline called the great tribulation in which God again is going to bring judgment on the earth okay so we've got that out of the way so let's get to the dream aspect of this because i want to listen there's people watching this today i don't care how old you are i don't care if there's a 10 year old watching this a 12 year old 20 year old or a 92 year old i don't care if you're a man you're a woman i don't care your race your ethnicity or your background I don't care what you've done in the past. I don't care if you're a drug addict, an alcoholic, or a prostitute. The Bible gives us illustrations through Old and New Testaments of God speaking through various individuals, men and women, who were not just righteous people. Uh Uh-oh, do I have your attention now? He spoke in a dream to Nebuchadnezzar who was not a God-fearing man who served other gods, little G. He spoke through a man, he spoke in a dream to a man, to a Pharaoh that was in the leadership of Egypt in the time of Joseph. This man did not serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but God still saw fit to speak to him. In the New Testament, God spoke to the governor of Rome Pontius Pilate's wife who by the way neither Pontius Pilate or his wife were devout Christians they weren't Christians at all and God spoke to Pontius Pilate's wife and troubled her in dreams concerning a Nazarene who had not even yet been put there on trial his name was Yeshua his name was Jesus oh some of y'all don't even understand and get what I'm saying to you today I'm trying to tell you before listen Jesus was in a whole other town away he was another whole different location he was already on the lips of the Sanhedrin and the Pharisees and the, and the high priest they were already contemplating putting Jesus on trial and bringing him before pontius pilate so that he could be put on trial he could be scourged and he could eventually be crucified but before jesus ever even got to pontius pilate his wife was being troubled in a dream and the bible says that she was troubled on the account of jesus think about it friend god is god and you can't put him in a box I'm trying to encourage you today that some of you, God has spoke to you in times past and times present through dreams and visions. And because you've been met by probably some dried up, twice plucked up from the root theologian that tries to tell you that God don't speak through dreams and visions anymore, some sensationist that tell you that doesn't God doesn't do that anymore, you have wrote it off. And you just think it's some pizza dream. But God's trying to get your attention. God's trying to shake you up. God's trying to turn you away from something. God's trying to get you out of a relationship. God's trying to get you into a certain relationship. God's trying to give you the answer to the very thing you've been praying about and warning you about. But you've got to know, and I come by to tell you today, that you are safe here. This ministry, you are safe in this ministry if God speaks to you in dreams and visions, because listen, I would be a hypocrite if I sit here and told you that God does not speak today through dreams and visions, because you're looking at an individual who my entire life, God has many times and times past and present spoke to me and my family through dreams and visions. My firstborn son, who is now 14 years of age, before he was ever born, before he was ever conceived, the Lord spoke to me and showed me in a dream that he would be born and that my firstborn would be a boy or a, 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 a male and, that, and he even gave me the name to him. So many of you guys have heard this story many times. And five years after that, he came about. And we just put action to the faith faith without works is dead and what happened? God manifested what he had spoken through us. I'm telling you I've had dreams uh, regarding friends and co-workers and I spoke to them about these dreams and 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 it actually spared them from trials and problems and even car accidents. Are you listening to me today listen, yeah, I could tell you this all day long, but we can argue the word here if you want. Joel chapter two twenty eight says that God in the last days is pouring out his spirit upon all flesh. Sons and daughters are going to prophesy. Old men are going to dream dreams. I'm sorry, yes, old men are going to dream dreams and young men are going to see visions and it's going to be on men servants and maid servants. Uh, That is men, that is women, that is boys, and that is girls, okay? So I'm telling you that God is still speaking loud and clear today through dreams and visions. Then we go over in the word of god and he talks about in the book of john let me show you this scripture let me pull this one up this is john 16 uh, John sixteen twelve through 15, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, this is the Holy spirit has come, he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority. Listen to this, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. He will tell you things to come. He will glorify me for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the father has are mine. Therefore, I say, therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. Bottom line is I'm not saying that every single dream that you have is of God because it's not. In fact, most dreams that you have is not of God, but I am not going to tell you that God does not speak through dreams and visions anymore because that would absolutely reduce the Word of God to not be no longer inspired. It is a living Word. The Holy Spirit is still speaking today. He's still alive today. He has not ceased from speaking, and he not only does He speak through the Word, He still speaks through dreams and visions. Now, I want to get back to Dolly Parton. Here is what... If we could see listen, while we argue about this and Christians sit there and argue about, well, I don't believe God speaks today and that's Dolly Parton and they got problems with Dolly Parton. They got problems because she sings country music or, or the type of music she sings or the person she is or her past or whatever. We can sit around and we can argue about this all day. Or could it be possible that this is yet once again, another warning that is going out because can i listen can i uh i want to just let me let me say this real quick this is going to probably i'm going to throw an angle that maybe you you have overlooked or maybe you're not thinking about what if it's possible that if solomon says that which was is that which shall be there's no new thing under the sun right we all agree with that okay so if we go back to the time of jeremiah the prophet Whom was a, the Bible called him a weeping prophet. This man saw in the, by the spirit of the Lord, he saw that judgment and destruction was coming to Jerusalem and to the Jewish people. So what did he do? The word of the Lord came to him and the Lord spoke to Jeremiah and he said, I want you to go and warn the people that judgment is coming. Destruction is coming. uh, uh, Captivity is coming now. So Jeremiah being the God fearing man that he did. In the beginning, he wrestled with the Lord about this. And he says, I'm too young. They're not going to listen to me. And God eventually got through with him, got got to him and through to him to go and do what God had called him to do. So Jeremiah does this. He heeds the word of the Lord. He says, it's like a fire that's shut up in my bones, even though I don't want to do it. And I know there's going to be consequences. I know there's going to be persecution. And I could even lose my life for saying what I'm saying. But yet he could not contain these words from God. So what did he do? The Bible says he was obedient in doing so. And he spoke and he proclaimed the warning to the nation. Now, how did the nation respond? You go read the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah. And it will tell you that the people rejected the warning from Jeremiah. They rebuked Jeremiah. They told Jeremiah, don't speak to us judgment and negativity. They even went as far as to say, speak to us smooth things. Preach to us prosperity. Preach to us safety and peace and safety. And so because they rejected the true watchman of that hour, the pe- oh, are you listening to me today? The people began to seek out this is all in your Bible, false prophets of that day who would gather to them and would speak to them what they wanted to hear they were the ear-tickling prophets of that day. They were the false prophets of that day. And they all sound the same. Yea, go in peace, peace and safety. The Lord is not angry. The Lord is not grieved. He is, oh, he is turning a blind eye to the sin. Nothing shall happen to you. It's all good. Listen, it, don't worry about all that. I'm using modern vernacular today. Don't, don't listen to those doom and gloomers. Don't listen to those Bible prophecy, Bible thumpers, those fear mongers, those alarmists, those conspiracy theorists, because they're just trying to get you all worked up and manipulate you through fear. And because the people rejected the true prophet of that day and heeded the false prophets, I'll let you guess what happened to them let me give you a little spoiler judgment happened just like god declared it would happen and they went into captivity as jeremiah warned them they would they the temple was destroyed as he warned them it would so listen we are repeating this very thing today We don't want to hear true prophets. I am not. Listen, and don't twist my words. I am not calling myself a prophet, nor will I ever call myself a prophet. Now, I will call myself a watchman. I know that God has called me to be a watchman. But I'm telling you. The, the, the true words of the watchman today, the true words of the watchman, the the the, the, the 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 message that's going out calling people to repentance, the message calling people to turn back to God, calling people to come out of sin, come out of abominations, rejecting the culture of the world that tells them to embrace things that God calls an abomination. Those true watchmen are being rejected by, I listen, a majority of the church. Why? Because the church, again, has been cradled to sleep by the modern false prophets behind pulpits that are preaching a one sided gospel to them and I don't even like calling it a gospel I would say a false doctrine of peace and prosperity and uh, all this and again I'm not against peace I'm not against prosperity I'm not against the goodness of God I'm not against the fullness and the measure of the mercy of God grace or any of it listen I want all of it but again you have to be ignorant not naive or arrogant to believe that as a nation as a whole, we can continue to reject God, spit in his face, abhor his commandments, neglect his statutes, and keep doing all these things and continue to shed the, the blood of innocence day after day after day, committing acts of sexual immorality that God called an abomination and was one of four things that destroyed the cities of the plains, that we can continue to do these things and God is going to somehow give us a free pass. No. So could it be possible? And you say, what's this got to do with Dolly Parton? I'm glad you asked because it could be possible that God is so merciful that he's saying, if I can't get people to to listen to the true watchmen and prophets that are in the earth today. I will go as far as speak to musicians and athletes and entertainers and And people that the world, or I'm sorry, that the church will completely reject and will say they're completely disqualified because after all, they could not hear from God and God would never speak in a dream to somebody that lives that kind of lifestyle and has that kind of career. Yes, and some of you would have been right there rebuking joseph for interpreting a dream from a man who didn't even know god some of you would have been there rebuking pontius pilate's wife because how dare she actually hear from god when she wasn't serving god Oh, I'm going to preach. Listen, if I was in a church today and some of y'all was in the pew and you give me nasty looks. You know what I tell people when I'm preaching behind the pulpit and I get nasty looks. The more ugly you look and the more stink eyes that you give me, the harder I'm going to plow and the deeper I'm going to preach. Listen, I did not come here to appease the religious spirits today. I came here today to give those today that are watching, listening. And you, and God has been speaking to you through dreams and visions and your own personal family and for the nation and for your country and for the condition of the earth today. God is speaking to you. And I want you to know today, first of all, from the bottom of my heart, you are safe here. You're safe with, with our ministry, sharing those things. We're not going to, to mock you, reject you. Now, I'm not saying that every good grief let me preface this by saying that every i'm not saying every dream is from god because there's some out there that are not you got to go listen god when god speaks in a dream there's going to be what's called the law of first mention there's going to be there's going to which means if you've got symbolisms you know, the de- the, uh, the dragon represents Satan. The lamb represents Christ. You got all these symbolisms and God speaks to. And and I don't have time to go into a dream uh, interpretation course 101. It would take an hour, two hours to go through that. But I'm telling you, what I'm saying is, we know that God speaks through dreams and visions today. And I believe that God is, once again, he, i'm telling you you got to be if you're spiritually inclined and discerning look a new 23 years later a new left behind movie has now hit the theaters did you know that the original left behind back in 2000 from for my knowledge now I, I stand to be corrected i could be wrong but i don't believe that ever went to the theaters i think it was released on video Back then, it was VHS. Some I mean, of y'all don't even know what that is, but it was released on VHS. It never went to theaters. But look at, look at the opportunity that God is giving. He is now, 23 years later, re- this new movie based on the coming of the Lord, the catching away, the gathering together, people being thrusted into the tribulation with the Antichrist. Look at the timing of this video. Another, again, another warning going out to the world. Will Is the world paying attention? And then you have, again, you have here, you have a country music star that she says this absolutely is of God. And again, going through this with a fine tooth comb, I cannot see anything or find any fault with this. And I believe this is a legitimate warning for those who have ears to hear and pay attention. So you say, well, what do we do about this? We got to continue to pray. Here's what we do. We do what 2 Chronicles seven fourteen says, God said, if my people that are called by my name shall humble themselves in prayer and turn from their sins and from their wicked ways, then shall I hear from heaven and then shall I heal their land. So listen, if sin gets the attention of heaven, then guess what? Humbling ourselves in prayer and fasting and turning from our sins and wicked ways, that would be called repentance. Then surely that also gets the attention of heaven. So here's what we're going to do today. We're going to pray father in the name of jesus i thank you for this word that you've given me today to share with your people i pray that this warning goes forth and it goes out and that lord you father you said that your word in your word that judgment begins in the house of the lord you said in second chronicles 714 if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves in prayer and turns from their sins and wicked ways. Then shall I hear from heaven and heal their land. So, Lord, you're starting with us. You're starting with the church. We as a church today, we represent the ecclesia. We repent, number one, for rejecting men and women. And men and women of God who are speaking in this hour, warning people to turn from their sins and wicked ways, and turn from the true God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Forgive us, Lord, where have where we have heeded false doctrine and doctrines of devils, and let us hear the true authentic word of God in this hour Lord I pray that we would repent of anything and everything that we have done that has grieved heaven that has grieved you that has broken your heart that has storing up judgment and wrath on that day Lord, I just as Abraham prayed, if you could find 10 righteous, will you not spare the city? I pray that as you look upon this broadcast today, if you're listening, you're watching, you represent your city. Abraham said, Lord, if you can find 10 righteous in the whole city, will you not spare it? I believe there's at least 10 that represent your city of wherever you're at and god sees and he's looking upon and he sees those standing in the gap and making up the hedge in this hour and father i pray that you look upon our prayers today look upon our heart today as we repent of the sins of our nation And we ask, Lord, that you would surely forgive us and cleanse us, Lord, and that you would come and bring healing to our land. Lord, may there, I pray, Lord, I cannot say definitively that there's coming another great awakening, but Lord, if, if it is possible, And if there be such a thing that's still in the works for us as a nation, Lord, then I pray, let it be one more time. God, let it be one more time for the sake of our children and our grandchildren. In Jesus' name, we thank you. We give you glory and honor. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. Do you receive this word today? Listen, guys, if you're watching, you're listening. Uh, again when you get in your prayer time Your devotion time Ask the Lord to speak to you Don't be afraid Lord speak to me in dreams and visions Speak to my children Speak to my grandchildren Use us for the glory of the Lord In Jesus name Amen So listen download our free app it's available on apple android if you're listening by apple or spotify type in in time headlines get our app today it's free um, you're going to be notified of every headline every podcast when it is readily available again it's absolutely free get it today into your hands if you'd like to support this ministry if this ministry is a continual source of edification encouragement blessing to you and your family you can do that two different ways you can give electronically through the app right here on your screen or through the main website, endtimeheadlines.org, intimeheadlines.com. or you can get by check or money order, and you can do that at Intime Headlines, P.O. Box 1391, Monroe, Georgia 30655. And again, we're gonna keep saying this because I wanna get this across. If you're listening by Facebook Live, this is our main social media outlet, not video streaming outlet, Social media outlet. We have, what is it? Like, I think we have 630 something thousand followers on Facebook. If you're watching by Facebook, you need to find our alternative social media outlet, which is our Telegram page. Go there, follow us there. Because, again, time is running out on these big tech platforms, especially Facebook. They are constantly looking for reasons to shadow ban, ban, and and, and remove pages. I see it all the time. We have received multiple uh, flags and strikes against our page over the last 12 months. So time is ticking. And, and it, listen, there's going to come a day. And I'm just telling you, it's just inevitable. It's going to happen you're going to wake up and we're, and you're going to be like, well, where's, where's Brother Ricky at? Where's End Time Headlines at? We told you. If you don't see us on Facebook, that's where you need to go. That's where you need to find us. Yes, we're on Twitter. Yes, we're on Instagram. Those are social media outlets. But again, Telegram is where a lot of people are going now. And that's, we go where the people are. That's where we go. We're on Rumble. We're on YouTube. And we stream right from our website. So we're not worried about losing live streaming video capabilities we're going to have it so that's not that's why i'm not really concerned about that right now right now it's if you like to socialize and communicate with each other again you need to go to telegram i'm not saying we're leaving facebook we won't do it out of our own will but eventually It's just inevitable, guys. We're going to be pushed out. Everybody that speaks truth are going to be pushed out. So, again, I don't want to take too much more time. Uh, Thank you guys for your prayers, your support, and your partnership to this ministry. We're going to sign off for today on this 31st of January. We will be off tomorrow, which will be Wednesday, February 1st. But we'll be right back here in the saddle, in the studio on February 2nd for another great podcast. Until then, may the Lord bless you, keep you, and may His countenance shine upon you. We'll see you in a couple days. Thank you for listening to the End Time Headlines podcast. We pray that you've been blessed and equipped by today's message. For more information about how you can help partner with our ministry, please visit intimeheadlines.org.